Hi, I'm Sarah Bross, and you're listening to My Network, a podcast about careers and next steps and keeping moving forward. I recently learned that one of the most annoying things people can say is that they are celebrating their birthday month, which I've been saying for years, mostly to annoy my husband but also because October is not only my birthday month, but Breast Cancer Awareness Month. This is the first year that I can remember where pink ribbons don't dominate the news in the grocery store checkout. That makes sense given all that is chaotic in the world right now, the election and the importance of COVID awareness and prevention at this time. Still, October for me represents the month I get to celebrate getting another year older. And I truly believe each year older is a privilege and a gift. October is also when I end up revisiting my personal experience with breast cancer, which happened when I was 31 years old, and is the very reason I'm so grateful for each additional year I get to live. When I was 31 and single and living in Los Angeles, all I wanted was to meet someone. Well, not just someone. I wanted to get married and start a family, more than anything. I already had a pretty good career going, and I was looking at all my friends back home in the Midwest posting pictures of their new babies. I had the baby fever, even though none of my friends in California were on that path yet. I had been on so many bad dates and several painful breakups by that point in my life. And the idea of getting to my goal seemed impossible. Then one evening I found it, a lump. People always ask me about this part. So in the interest of breast cancer awareness and because it is so important to know your body, I will share some details here. I recently had been to the doctor for a GYN checkup where they did a breast exam. I was too young for mammograms at 31, so that would have been it. I didn't have a regular OBGYN at the time. Like many people, I couldn't find the right one, so I was between doctors. I'm not saying they weren't thorough. I'm just saying I did get an annual breast exam and they didn't find it. The following week, I was lying on my couch watching TV on my side. I had recently joined a yoga core training, getting up early each morning doing yoga, and I noticed that there were some new muscles forming near my armpit. I was in some of the best shape of my life. I was at or around my goal weight, give or take five pounds. I was playing beach volleyball every week, uh, the joys of Santa Monica, and I was doing a bunch of yoga. So I felt those muscles with a little bit of pride. And then my thumb rubbed against something I didn't recognize. If I leaned on my side up near my armpit in the far upper corner of my breast, was that a lump? I tried to find it again the next morning in the shower. Yep, it was there. I tried to find a comparable bump or muscle on the other side. No such luck. I thought about it for a week. I thought, no way, I'm too young. I Googled stats. I remembered that my aunt, my dad's sister, had died young at 42 of breast cancer. I called my doctor back and scheduled a recheck. She was skeptical. She told me wrongly that my dad's sister wasn't a strong enough genetic connection. That is not true. And here's the other part of my PSA. If you have any type of familial history with breast cancer, please find a way to get mammograms early. Even if you have to pay or go to one of those mobile services or Planned Parenthood or whatever you can do. I was not eligible for a mammogram at that time. And if you have dense breasts, you might want an MRI. You should talk to your doctor about that. Another thing that is much easier to do now than it was a few years ago is genetic testing. If you have any family members, male or female, who have had breast cancer, get the genetic testing done. Yes, men can get breast cancer too. It's less common, but it happens. I have had every genetic test known from BRCA to all the new ones. And so far, none have come back positive for breast cancer, but they get new genetic tests all the time as that field is rapidly growing. So don't ignore the genetic testing. It doesn't mean you will get it. It just gives you more information about how diligent you should be in getting your screenings. Back in Santa Monica years ago, I told the doctor 
If I, let, if I leaned all the way to the left side and pushed her hand, could she feel it? She finally felt what I felt. She said we could just watch it. I could come back in a couple of months. I insisted on the ultrasound. During the ultrasound, I watched the tech's face drop. I knew it wasn't good. I had that feeling in my gut. I also watched the ultrasound screen, thinking only about how much I wished it was a baby I was looking at on it, holding the hand of a smiling partner. But alas, my reality was much, much different. The next step was a core needle biopsy, which again was scary, and I summoned a good friend to wait for me while it happened. A few days later, my worst fears were confirmed. I remember using the bathroom at a doctor's office, looking at my tanned face and sun-bleached hair in the mirror with an IV sticking in my arm. I couldn't believe I was sick. I didn't look or feel sick. In those early days, pharma reps would talk to me in the waiting rooms, assuming I was also there on business. But that didn't last long once my treatment started. Lumpectomy, then chemo, then radiation. It didn't take long for me to look the part of the patient. My last chemo was 12 years ago this month. 12 years. That is seriously something to celebrate. I know how damn lucky I got. Some friends of mine have not been so lucky. To skate through with, quote, just chemo and radiation and, quote, just an early stage diagnosis is something that now, in retrospect with all I have learned, I consider extremely lucky. Lucky that in the years that followed, the cancer hadn't spread. Lucky that the fear and emotional trauma that can plague post-treatment patients hasn't gotten the better of me. I have lost friends to cancer in a variety of ways. Since then, I have found the greatest doctors I could imagine, and I consider them friends. I still cry through every MRI and mammogram. I mean, ugly cry with snot dripping onto the white plastic machine. And every time when the scan comes back okay, I can't begin to explain the relief I feel. Especially because a year after treatment, I did meet my husband. And with good fortune, we had a baby girl almost four years ago. She is my life, and I'd give anything to have as many healthy years with her as I can get. So I'm not complaining that I was 39 by the time I was able to conceive, or the fact that I'm an older mom. That wasn't by choice. I'm just grateful. I've been able to accomplish a lot in the 12 years since my cancer treatment, and I hope to achieve a lot more. So if you already voted, and you're wearing a mask and being smart, take a minute to schedule your mammogram or MRI or cancer screening for your annual checkup. Do your self-exam. Don't wait until the pandemic is over. Routine and early detection is the biggest savior. Of all the good and ever-improving cancer treatment options available, early detection is still the best thing that you can do. Happy Breast Cancer Awareness Month to you and happy birthday month to me. Thanks for spending time with me today. You can find more information on sarahbrass.com. That's S-A-R-A-B-R-A-A-S.com. See you next time.